Well, welcome everyone and hello, my name is Tamara Rossander and I'm the spiritual director here at Centers for Spiritual Living White Rock. And thank you for joining us today. We're so excited. This is our second hybrid service, but our first service in our new home. We've just signed the contract for, for one year. So we have got a space. So I know where I'm just shaking. I'm so I've been trying to breathe, trying to breathe and work through it. But I just want to take a moment in speaking of breathing and just coming in and taking this time to settle ourselves and know that there is one life, one love, one universal divine mind, and it is operating right here, right now through each person, that we are each love expressed at this time. So I know today will unfold in perfection with the right words spoken, the message will be delivered clear and inspirationally, and that we each here are coming together and bringing our spiritual community together as family. So I release these words with gratitude to the law of mind, knowing right action is already happening and it is already so, and so it is. And now, yay, my favorite musician is here with us today. I'm so excited that it was you, Ron, that is gonna be um, opening up for us today. So Ranj makes music with a distinct Western uh, Indian flair, and he draws on his self-taught experience and his life experiences, because his all his lyrics are definitely heartfelt. So he refers to his unique blend of music as Indo-Canadian folk. So welcome back, Ranj. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you very much. Life's a mystery, my friend Sometimes we lose, sometimes we win One wrong turn has led me here I will ride the storm and bury all my fears I will ride this storm and never show my fears my life in the faster lane now i'm walking in the slower lane but that's all right because i'm all right with me i miss the life i used to live but i have so much more to give and i just wish everyone could see what i see I'm still me I may not remember but I won't forget Memories are somewhere in my head And I may not know the words to this song I'll smile and I'll pretend to sing along I will grace you with my smile and sing along mm -hmm. And I'm sorry if my words aren't clear I'm 
still the same and I'm still here Don't need no pity, I don't need your tears Just give me more time Hear my words and you will find There's so much more, so much more to me I'm still me You will see I'm still me Can't you see I'm still me goodness I'm really so perplexed is that the word <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> anyways I'm just really honored that all of you have uh, come out here today oh really wow <laughs> and uh yeah uh, thank you Darren for coming today he was one of my first uh, instructors at the pursuit of excellence way back when and he said to me at one point, Tamara, what is your H-E double toothpicks? <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, Darren, I don't say that. <laughs> but here I am. Here I am. Thank you, Darren. That is so awesome. Awesome. So, and Ranch, sorry, I just went off on a little tangent, but that was just beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. Just being me. It just is uh, means a lot that you're here. So please put in any in the chat or let us know where you're going to be playing next so that we can come and support you as you're supporting us through this whole time and we'd love to come out and watch you so and as we begin our gathering today as settlers on this land we're honored to live and operate on the traditional and unceded territories of the coast salish peoples we want to thank the first peoples to continue who continue to live on these lands and care for them along with all the waters and all that is above and all that is below. And as CSL White Rock is a spiritual community and learning center, we teach spiritual principles, offer tools to use in all areas of our life, regularly and consistently. Our life flourishes and flows out of ease and grace when we take time to do our spiritual practice. So our teaching here at Science of Mind at Centers of Spiritual Living is we have a unique blend that we've come up with our, what we call our four noble truths uh, for Centers of Spiritual Living White Rock. And they are, there is only one thing. That is the one life, one love. And we are spirit having a human experience and nothing outside of us needs to change for in order for us to be happy. And we are all here to walk each other home as a spiritual community. And our vision is we are a loving, vibrant world that works for all. And so we welcome friends and family and thank you for being here with us today. So again, now is the, my, this exciting moment of time where I get to introduce my teacher, my mentor for the last three years of ministerial school, Dr. Ken Gordon. Now, Dr. Gordon, was our instrumental in bringing together 
CSL when we had RCI and I'm not going to get the other one because that's what we were part of before, but United Centers for Spiritual Living. And he was instrumental in bringing those two organizations together to combine to now have our Centers for Spiritual Living. And we have, we're globally, we have over 400 chapters, centers, teaching places throughout. And Dr. Gordon, his wisdom throughout and his, just his speaking style and the way his storytelling that he weaves in spiritual truth throughout his talk, I think everybody here will just have such an amazing experience. So I'm talking you up, Dr. Ken. So, <laughs> so I'd like to introduce a warm welcome to Dr. Ken Gordon. Thank you, Tamara. I appreciate that immensely. It's always nice to hear the introduction. It always scares me when it does. I want to put you guys on gallery so I get some picture and idea of who's all out there. I, I am so excited for you. I look at your uh, in-person audience for the first time that you've got this permanent space that you're coming back together again. Uh, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for the, for the possibility and the potential that exists there. Um, I see a lot of faces that I recognize and a lot of people that I know, a lot of names, um, and I appreciate it. You don't have to call me Dr. Gordon. Uh, I prefer just Ken sometimes. But the, the reality is, is that... Uh, my wife and I have been involved with this center, your center, uh, since its very inception. And I'm so honored to be here to deliver this and how coincidental, if you believe in such a thing, that it's going to be the first opening of your new space. So that's tremendous and I'm happy for you. And I know the potential that exists there. I know the possibility that you're looking at uh, that lays before you what is possible and how it can come about and be done. And you're so blessed to have Tamara as your spiritual director. And uh, she's always been one of my favorite students, although I have very little to do with teaching anymore. She's got a whole pile of other people that are helping her as well. But um, it's magnificent. And there's something new that's happening. And we, we all know that. Uh, we, we all know that we're, we're in this space and time where we're moving into something brand new. We're going through, not, we're, we're not at the transformation place yet, but we certainly are in that area where we're stretching out and moving towards it. And the, the pandemic or the two years and two and a half years that a lot of us were shut down for, it's really opened the door for a, a quickening of technology, a quickening of consciousness, a quickening of our movement forward. And so when Tamara, when I asked Tamara what it was that she wanted me to talk about, she said, I want you to talk about the growth possibilities of the center. I want you to talk about how it is possible for us to be able to become this vibrant, vibrant community, which I see already is there. So when I put out the uh, title of the small, from the smallest seeds, um, uh, certainly not to be diminutive to, towards the White Rock Center, but we're all in that situation right now where uh, we don't feel like we're the way we used to be. 
But when I see this spiritual community and I see you connected at this level, and uh, I've been listening for the last hour as you come together and you greet each other and how warm and opening it open it is, uh, I can see from this small seed something grand and beautiful is going to grow and become the fruit of the future. And that's what we all want. We want a, a future that is instilled and instilled with the, the love and the light and the joy and the beauty. And uh, I'm, I'm totally in support of how this is growing and how it's going. And I know nothing but the greatest for each and every one of you. But when, when we talk about ministerial school and we talk about the teaching of ministers, you, you know, a, a minister's job has so many different parts to it. And there's not only the signing the contract and setting up the space and making sure the potluck happens and having the coffee there and knowing everybody's name to the best of your ability and being there to console during the downtimes and celebrate during the uptimes. And in addition, though, it's also essential that the spiritual director, which I know Tamara is so skillful at, continues, recognizes, and knows that her job is to develop and build the consciousness of the community. So let's talk a little bit about consciousness. We know that there is a capital C consciousness, which Diane mentioned in her meditation when she said the capital T truth. We, we know that capital C consciousness is a consciousness without limitation, that everything and all things are possible, everything and all things are potential, that it has nothing but the, the loving greatness of life itself imbued within it. And we understand and know that it has to be that way because it's infinite. And if it were infinite and it had any destructive nature whatsoever, then there'd be infinite destruction and we wouldn't even exist. But we also have this small C consciousness, and that's the consciousness that we have as individuals. Uh, each and every one of us has a consciousness, and, and, and we have a small C consciousness within our communities that we exist in. We have a small C consciousness within our uh, collective consciousness of the society itself, within our countries, within our political governments. Every single organization has a consciousness that moves. And we know, a lot of you I know are graduates and taken a lot of courses, and you, you understand and you appreciate the fact that the work that's done is done within yourself, that the most important vital things and the four, the four tenets that you mentioned in the beginning pointed out, that, that it's all done within you and that the outside world doesn't make the difference. So what is consciousness? And consciousness is the sum total of all of your beliefs, both conscious and unconscious, even the ones you don't know about. And as an individual, that's what you have there and that's what's connected within it. And the outpicturing of that consciousness is the life that you have. It's laid out before you. It shows up every minute of every day. It shows up uh, by uh, loving friendships. It shows up by prosperous uh, results. It shows up by creative instinct, and it shows up by hatred. It shows up by judgment. It shows up in so many different ways. And that's us as individuals. And what we need to know is that the collective consciousness of our community has the same power. 
When we come together as a group of people, we have that power. So when, whenever we talk about how do you expand and how do you build a center or a church, you do it the same way you do as an individual. You know that if, uh, if you want a healing or you want wholeness brought into your life, that you go to your treatment, you do with your treatment for yourself, you transform your mind, you don't transform the outer world. And the end result is, is that the experience that you have that shows up, the manifestation, the demonstration that shows up is a reflection of your consciousness. And it's the same thing when we talk about how to expand or how to build a spiritual community. What we work on is we work on the consciousness of the community itself and how do we expand and how do we grow that consciousness. So when we talk about how we're going to uh, get back on our feet again after the pandemic, how we're going to attract the, the, the loving people back into our lives again, how we're going to sustain it by having an income flow that, that can sustain what our church looks like. When we talk about how you have the people and the volunteers and the participants, you're looking at yourself right now and you start from such a great place, even though it's only a small seed, that seed has within it the potentiality to be an infinite seed. Just like an oak tree within every seed is, is an infinite number of oak trees or the possibility or the potential. So now we look at how do we uh, range within our own mindset, what kind of a belief system we need to have within our spiritual community to be able to be so attractive that it draws in hundreds, if not thousands of people. What, what kind of consciousness do we require in order to be prosperous in the activity and in what works and goes on around us? What kind of consciousness do we require to put together all of the services and the programs that we want to have, the, the outreaches and the Sunday school and the music department? And that's what we're working on. And that's what we're looking at. And that's where you are right now, just waiting to take off, just waiting to grow, just waiting to expand. And like everything, it's a living idea in the mind of God. So it breathes. It has moments of greatness where it inhales and it has moments that feel less than when it exhales. But we become accustomed to it and we move forward from it the way that it looks. <coughs> you know, in another world, another lifetime ago, it seems, <coughs> Excuse me. I was a, a restaurant developer. I worked for several corporations and uh, I built restaurants all over Canada. As a matter of fact, I built restaurants all over the West Coast as well in California. And so my job was to put these together. And I, I can remember uh, that there seemed to be a cookie cutter pattern that went with them whenever you did it. And people would come to me and they would say, you know, I want to build the greatest restaurant in the world. And I could say, I know how to do that. I, I know how you can do that. Uh, the first thing you need to do is you need to invest the money to make it happen. You need to get the right location. You need to hire the best chef, the best general manager the best wait staff that you can possibly afford. You need to have an unlimited concept of what it is you're going to do. You need to serve the best food at the least amount of money as it's possible to do. 
I remember one man said that he, and this was back in the 80s, said that he wanted a restaurant that did $2 million gross a year. No problem. But when you sit down and you work out all the figures, it's kind of weird because it was hard to be able to generate enough income to provide the first class service that you needed to have. And, and so suddenly what happens is we go back to Diane Vachon's meditation, the outside world all of a sudden begins to impinge upon the inner knowing. Am I making sense? You can build the best restaurant in the world and it'll, it might fail if you don't have the income to be able to sustain it or if you don't have the people to be able to sustain it. So when people say to me, how do, how do I build the greatest spiritual community in the world? I just fall back on that because it works on the same principle. The difference, though, is that we're not limited by the outside income or the outside world. From this small seed of your center, it is possible for us to be able to do incredible things. It calls upon us to rise above the limitations that we put forward there. I'm sure that you've done hundreds of visionings over your lifetime. You've probably done several in the recent times, just figuring out what you want to do and how you want to do it. Vision the, the look of your space, vision the, the people coming in. And those are wonderful tools to be able to get to move forward. But what I'm thinking is that what we need to do, not just White Rock, Kelowna, um, every center we have, we need to really move into that space and that place where we realize that we are unlimited in the potential and the possibility that we have. So when I go back and talk about the consciousness, the sum total of our collective belief within a spiritual community, and I talk about the spiritual director's job being to be able to develop that consciousness so that it fits and it works. And once again, you know what I'm talking about. You know that uh, if something is causing you pain, that you look at it and you go within and you determine what it is that you are thinking or doing wrong and you transform and change it. It's the same thing with the spiritual community. It calls upon all of the parts to come together with an agreement to work for the highest and the best and the greatest. Now, that means the first step is to agree that that's what you want to have. You want to have this spiritual community that is vibrant and alive and expanding and moving. And the second thing is, is to transform your consciousness to be able to accept it. Imagine what it would be if there were no limitations. Imagine what your community could look like if there was zero things to stop or restrict it from growing. Imagine what it would be like if you had enough volunteers, enough money, enough energy, enough power, enough people, enough congregants to be able to do everything that you want to do to be able to put the programs into activity and be able to grow and expand them the way that you know you can and the way the spirit will expand it if you allow that to happen. From the smallest seeds grows the infinite potential of all life. And what you have before you and what you have there is the potential and the possibility to do that. 
Now I'll go back to the restaurant analogy. Um, when I used to when I used to construct and build the restaurants, what I found was that there was a real uh, poverty of thoughts or ideas. That's why everybody went to a cookie cutter model of what it was going to look like. Everybody tried to charge as much as they possibly could in order to be able to expand, in order to be able to grow, in order to be able to make the money. People would cut back on their food costs in order to be able to make more money. People would cut back on their location in order to be able to make more money. I'm a pragmatic idealist, which means that I have a common sense view of what's going on in my life. And at the same time, I believe that the essence of anything that exists within my life is actually a reflection of the idea behind it. So when I talk about pragmatic idealism, what I'm talking about is being aware of what consciousness I have and being aware of what consciousness my community has to be able to expand and move into the direction, knowing that the purpose is to be able to grow that and to be able to build the foundation around it. And by the way, you're building a foundation of the center today that you probably are going to see two, three, four, five years from now. You don't get it instantaneously because there is a collective understanding and need for us to rub the rough edges off, to be able to round ourselves in, to be able to step forward and find that that's what we want. Every step that is taken is a step that has to be done with agreement between the whole party, between the whole community. Because otherwise, what's going to have to happen is people in the community who aren't in support of that vision or that idea are actually going to be like that idea that you have in the back of your mind that says, you know, I know I shouldn't be doing this because this is what the result's going to be, but you continue to do it anyway. And those are the ones that have to be rejected and set aside in order to welcome and bring in that new idea, that new flow, that new possibility, that new potential. I remember when White Rock was first founded, when Noli Hartwell first put it together, because we were building ours in Kelowna at the same time. And Noli and uh, Deb and I were students together under Dr. Tom Costa in Palm Desert. And I can remember the excitement of entering into a new min ministry. I can remember how everything was, how do I learn to do this? How do I get this to happen? What kind of a, a program do I need to make this? show up in my life to be able to experience it. And I can remember the growth that came from it always came from the, the realization as we grew, so did our centers. And when I say we, I'm not just talking about um, the ministers or the practitioners. I'm talking about the congregants themselves. My, my teacher, Tom Costa, once said to me that... Uh, if I wanted to build a big work, what I needed to do is just keep helping people. That that pattern and that idea was what was required. Just keep putting ourselves out to be able to serve, to be able to move forward. And what I found over 30 years of it is that everything that was required was attracted to me. I was never short of anything except ideas. Everything I ever needed was attracted into my life. 
And the same is true for White Rock. The same is true for all the centers that we have. And once again, I'm not talking about my consciousness. I'm not talking about Tamara's consciousness. I'm talking about the collective consciousness of the community itself. Coming together, working cohesively for the same goal, for the same pattern, and remembering it constantly and consistently as we move forward. Releasing and surrendering any and all limitations that might enter into our being or enter into our life. I know your center and I know the loving, kind people that you are. I've seen you for almost 30 years, some of you, volunteering, <coughs> participating, serving, <coughs> giving of yourself. I saw it again this morning with all of the people coming together to be able to make this work, to be able to make this one service work in your new location. From that small seed, if you work together, and if you're open to growing for the greatness and the goodness of serving and moving your word out into the community, nothing can stop you. Because the universe will promote it, promulgate it, and it will push it and pull it until it actually happens. And it will begin to expand and grow and move and thrive. We know, or I know, and I'm sure you do as well, that the enemies of my happiness are things like resentment. There are things like pissed offtivities, the things that bother or irritate me that I know better than. It's the jealousy that takes place. It's sometimes the entitlement that happens. You guys have been at this for 30 years. Some of you have been at it probably longer. You know how to do this. What you do is you treat your spiritual community, the consciousness of your spiritual community, with the same urgency that you treat your own. And you allow that to be the guiding light at your time at the center. At that point, what will happen is you will grow, you will thrive, you will prosper, and you will transform the world. You will reach people's lives. You will raise and lift them up. You've done it for years, and you can continue to do it. So I bless you in this, and I would like now to, to give you or to pray together and pray in that particular direction. Is that okay with you? Yes. All right. So let's just relax into this moment. And realize that indeed and truthfully, there's nothing from our past that we have to fear. And there's nothing in our future that we need to agonize on. So we allow ourselves to become present in this moment in space and time. And we surrender the past, what's brought us here. We just let it go from our consciousness. 
making coffee this morning. We're graduating from class. Or anything that might have heard or happened in your entire life. We release and surrender it and we allow ourselves to move into the present moment. And we breathe. And our next breath, we turn 180 degrees from the past. And we move towards the future. And we surrender that as well. We surrender, surrender any anxiousness, trepidation, fear, anything that can block our development and our growth. We just let it go. Because we know all the power of the universe exists within the present moment. That the past is our history and the future is yet to be. So we just let both of those go and we fall into this moment right here and right now. And we breathe. And our next breath, what we envision is a center, a community, a spiritual home that is without limitation. We envision a thriving, vibrant, healing, helpful community. One that raises children and aids the elderly, that teaches principles of love, light, joy, beauty, And we breathe into that. And we name this good. And we treat. I believe in God and absolutely nothing else. I recognize and know that I'm unified with this power and I speak my word right here and right now for the White Rock Center for Spiritual Living, understanding and knowing that it is a divine living idea in the mind of God. Knowing that it is no limitation whatsoever and that its congregation and its people come together in such a way <coughs> that they lift each other up. They lift each other out of any sense of lack. And they open themselves and surrender themselves to that power that pulls them forward to the greatness and the goodness of that idea that we call good. I recognize and know that this power works in such a magnificent, munificent way that there is nothing that can prevent it, nothing that can block it, that our lives at this moment, our community at this moment is changed at depth. Something happens here. And that something without any effort whatsoever draws and attracts to us everything that is required, everything that is necessary for us to thrive as a spiritual teaching and a spiritual community in this world right here and right now in the city of White Rock in the lower mainland of British Columbia. 
I open myself to receive this and know that this is the truth for White Rock. And furthermore, I know that anything and all things that could block or prevent this, anything that is unlike the spirit of God itself in activity as this living divine idea is dissipated and dissolved when it comes into our conscious mind and our conscious understanding of where it exists and how it exists. From this moment forward, anything that negates the truth is simply recognized for what it is, taken within the community and healed, brought to wholeness, brought to fruition, turned back into what it was once. Love, light, joy, power. Accepting and expecting that this be the truth, I give unconditional gratitude that it's already so and already done, and I surrender it back to the universal mind, which is all mine, your mind and my mind, and let it be my truth. And so it is. Now I want to move us into this time of gratitude. This is, we are, um, the law of circulation is in constant movement, giving and receiving. The more good that is given, the more good is received as proof of that demonstration. This is how the law works. So the abundant prosperity of life naturally expands. Life is better for this, and I am deeply grateful. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and just take a breath. Be grateful. So when I think from gratitude, I recognize all of the good that is available to me. So with open, loving heart, I give thanks for all the gifts that life continuously provide. And so it is. So please join me in showing your gratitude by making a donation to CSL White Rock. We are a nonprofit society and we do give tax donation receipts. So if you should choose, you can also give regularly. We have a committed giving program and all the information you need to get started is found on Zoom on the chat or on our website. And oh, Nancy has some donation envelopes. Oh my goodness, envelopes. What are those again? Wow, what is that? So we do have ways. So there is three ways you can donate on our website. You can, we take checks by mail and also you can pay by e-transfer. So whatever is uh, the easiest for you and always let us know. And you can always contact Nancy at admin at csl-whiterock.com uh, for any information. 